Hope you're ready because it's time for Video Game Rewind. Oh yeah. And now, here's your hosts, Tim and Jacob. Let's rock. All right, guys, it's time for another Video Game Rewind. Thank you so much, Duke Nugum, for introducing us. Of course, my name is Tim Nidell. Please find me on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Saturday Rewind. And I am Jacob Rubel. You can find me on Twitter at Indiana Rubel. And we are joined by a very, very special guest. And I am Gary. You can follow me on Twitter at SMRGary. Of course, nobody knows who Gary is, right? No. No, no I don't. It was not after this, this month. <laughs> this month, Gary has been absent because time has not allowed me to record our Cartoon Talk episode for this month. So he's going to join us for Video Game Rewind. Yes, time is a tricky thing. And it's it's been pretty tough for me, too, but... We've got some good ones coming up, so yes. I am excited to be here for this month, though. Yeah, it's going to be two amazing games we'll be talking about on this episode. We're going to be talking about, first, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time for the SNES, and I believe Genesis as well, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It was a different version on Genesis. It was not. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Only on the SNES. We'll get into that. And I'll be talking about Marble Madness for the NES. Which was also available on the Genesis. <laughs> Shut up, Gary. This is why we don't invite you for this episode, because little, you know, Mr. Know-It-All is also on the Sega Genesis and the Atari 36250 and... Don't forget the the Sega Game Gear. Uh... Oh, boy. (laughs) All right, see you guys. Everybody wishes they... Everybody wants to forget the Game Gear, okay? Unless you have a billion batteries waiting around. This is true. Or a really incapable power cord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, nobody cares about nobody had the power cord. What are you kidding I, me? You had the power cord? I did, yeah, totally. And you know what happened with the power cord? Every time you moved your system just the tiniest bit, it would reset. Nice. So wow. that's because Sega. Sega. <laughs> Game Gear. There's Sega for you. But it was in uh Rumble in the Bronx, so that's something. No, it's not. I guess. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's it's nice to have the three of us back together. It's the it's the three stooges, the the three amigos. I guess the uh three's company as long as I'm Chrissy, you know, of course. Of course. Um oh. I want to be the landlord. Oh, I wanted to be him. <laughs> Don Knox. Nah, I beat you to it. Dang it. It was Mr. Roper. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow, we yep, know way me. too hey. much. We know way too much about old TV shows. That's right. Next month well, on the Three's Company podcast. <laughs> The internet's number one threes company podcast. <laughs> so before we start talking about video games, I want to remind everyone listening that we're going to be having the Saturday Morning Rewind fan get-together on June. Oh, on June. No, it's not June. On mm. Thursday, July mm. 13th, 6 p.m., downtown Disney in Anaheim, right next to Disneyland. And it's going to be right at the Lego store in downtown Disney. I know Gary's really upset about that. I am. That's a pretty cool Lego store. It's amazing. So I'll be standing <laughs> outside the Lego store right next to the giant Beauty and the Beast statue made out of Lego. So look for a six foot four guy wearing a Saturday Morning Rewind t-shirt, and that's where we'll have the little get-together. Sweet. That sounds like a lot of fun. I think we'll probably enter the Lego store for a little bit, and right next door there's actually a Starbucks, so maybe we can go in there, grab a drink, and maybe after that, if everybody's 21 or older and it feels like having a little cocktail or something, we can go over to Trader Sam's, which is not too far from there either. Silence. 
was, no one's coming, I guess. <laughs> I, I was really trying to figure out what to say in response to that. <laughs> I had that's that's to good say. enough. I yeah. I realized I was going to say something a minute ago, and I realized I muted my mic on accident. So <laughs> that is the best way to have you on there, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever, Nigel. <laughs> this is Kawabungie, and this is Kawabongo. But the turtles for your 16-bit system are Kawabunga! Kawa Rewind. That's that's cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just figured that'd just go right into it. Yeah, it makes as much sense as anything in that commercial, so. <laughs> <laughs> How ridiculous. I miss those commercials, man. They were so great. Yeah, that's a new one for me, surprisingly. Yeah, I don't think I've heard that one before either. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that one, but just the whole tone behind it was just <laughs> the music. Because it sounded like whenever the music first came in, it was like the uh, the song from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where it's like, boom, Oh, boom, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> awesome so yeah teenage mutant ninja turtles turtles in time a fantastic game um did you guys have a chance to play it of course i played it plenty yes. times in the past and i played it a lot yesterday as well uh agreed what he said I, I spent a lot of time playing this when i was younger but i'll get into that shortly yeah and this game um it's awesome i mean i love I mean, I, it's hard to say I love all the Ninja Turtles games, but I really do. I mean, I think it's probably just because Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was one of my favorite anything growing up. Uh, much like anybody in you know the 80s or 90s, we loved Turtles. Mm-hmm. So anytime they had any video game or even the ridiculous action figures that came out, because they came out with some crazy action figures, um, <laughs> I, was, I was on board for all of it. I mean, as much as possible I, I loved it and this game was no exception i think one of the reasons i loved it so much was because it played so much like an actual arcade game mm-hmm. and um i always thought that was really really great because i didn't have a lot of time to play arcade games growing up because i grew up way out in the sticks so there's not a whole lot of arcade games in the middle of a forest um turns out not a lot of people <laughs> don't know that but hmm. you know it's uh, it's true Wow. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah, there's a fun fact for you. Um, <laughs> there it, are no arcade really? games in the middle of a forest. <laughs> well, I won't go to the middle of the forest uh, looking for any. Yeah, I, I, I do every now and then just to see what will happen. That's stupid. So, anyways, um, <laughs> it was a great game. I mean, like I said, I one of the main reasons why I loved it so much was just because it made me feel like I was playing an arcade game. And... Um, the game itself came out. I think I think the actual the the port came out in '92 because I think it was almost a complete port from the arcade game that came out in '90 90 or '91. I think it was '91 whenever it came out. Um, but Konami made it, and Konami's made some amazing games. Uh, they developed and published it, and it was just. I mean, for those of you, if any of you have not ever played this game. Um, why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> because you should have probably played this game because it is 
amazing. I mean, if you had a Super Nintendo, or we'll let Gary talk about this in a minute, but even a Genesis, um, you should have played this game. It was it was amazing. I mean, just a side scroll, uh, side scrolling beat 'em up is is you know what it was. So kind of like a um, like a Double Dragon or something like that, but way better because it was Ninja Turtles. And it's even better than the previous beat 'em up of Turtles. I think honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. this is actually like my favorite one. I, I think mean, it is too for the me. The Manhattan too. Project was great. Um, I really did. I actually played the Manhattan Project er- just earlier today with my son, and it That's was a dumb. great game. I I love that game, but this one what it did feel a little bit better. I think um, I, they did a great job porting this game to the Super Nintendo. Cause back whenever I was a kid, I actually remember playing this and the one that was released as the NES arcade game at uh, there was a water park. Where in this town that I grew up, and um, we would go to that water park, and I would actually stay in the arcade area playing this game rather than riding the, riding the water slides and stuff. Um, and it's quite different the arcade version versus the Super Nintendo version, but in like really weird ways. The Super Nintendo definitely gives you a little bit more, like uh, the level four Technodrome level, where you fight Taka mm-hmm. and Razar at the end. Mm-hmm. That's not even in the arcade version and instead uh it's actually the skull and crossbones level where you fight toka and razar and bebop and rocksteady aren't even in the arcade game so it's it's really weird little switch ups like that but i mean both games are a lot of fun and uh the arcade has a little better music and have you guys heard the pizza power song i don't think i have nope I'm, i'm assuming jacob has it since he didn't get to play the arcade version but it is the song at the beginning of the game and it is so terrible but like so good in the worst kind of way. I, I urge everyone to find it and listen to it. Yeah, I never played this one on the arcade. I played the other one on the arcade, but never this one. Yeah, they're 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 both fun. Um and that's that's like the highest praise I can give it. It's it's one of the best beat 'em ups ever made, and I think most game lists will probably agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember playing this at, oh, I, yeah. I was twelve I think maybe even maybe 13 actually when I first played this game. So I was a teenager already, but I remember my brother and I, we loved this game. We beat it. It didn't take very long to beat it whatsoever, but it's an amazing, amazing game. Mm-hmm. A lot of great villains and level designs and everything. Like the game really kicks in. It's, it's a basic turtles fighting game until like level five. And then you actually start the end time part of the game where you think is the end of the game. You know, it's, it's yeah. kind of yeah, yeah. cool like that. Who do you guys play as so, when you play turtle games? Donatello. It's a toss up between Donnie and Raph for me. I gotta go with Raph. He's my yeah. man. Wow, we just So Raph is uh Raph's my so... second favorite. Donatello's my first though. Sorry, Mikey and Leo fans. We just <laughs> ruined your parade. <laughs> I love them too. No, I do. here's the thing though. Here's the here's what's crazy. Leo's my favorite turtle. Huh. It's this is this is what's real weird. Okay. Favorite turtles is Leo, Mikey, Raph. And Donnie, mm-hmm. but if I'm playing the games, my favorite to play with is Donnie, Raph, Leo, Mikey. I think it's <laughs> so, I think it's because honestly, Donnie and then Leo are probably the easiest two to play as. I think because you have the longer weapon, mm-hmm. and Raph I always oh, thought absolutely. was probably the worst to play as in all these games because he had the smallest weapon to to kill all the the Foot Clan with. Yeah, I think he was just a little bit faster, which made him okay, a little bit more fun sense. to play. That makes sense. I, yeah, I, that, I have to. I, I have to play Raph though, even though he may be the worst in the, in the games, you know, weapon wise. But I cannot not choose my favorite character. <laughs> 
It's better than the Noted. like first game for the Nintendo where oh, you yeah. played as a turtle and then <laughs> that turtle gets kid captured. And you're probably not getting that turtle back because it's super hard to win them back in the bonus games. So it's like once your favorite turtle's captured, then you have to you're forced to play as the other three. So So I'm I'm glad this game didn't do that to you. You know, I I know for at some point we'll talk about the very first turtles game, but I I try to love it. I I I just can't. It's mm, funny. See, I do love it, but it's just memories. That's the only it, reason yeah, I love it. It's I, just I have a lot of memories. Of that game. I have a lot of memories too, but that game is is not easy. No, it's not. No, I, I was actually reading a Nintendo Power earlier today about that game, and it was talking about uh, the amazing graphics and control of the characters. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, that's like the two things that game is criticized yeah, for nowadays. Seriously. But when there was no other options, you know. But just in case I'm not coming back on for that episode i i set my i rest my case on that game it's fun but um you know this, this you're not coming back just a heads up this is it you're not coming back after this all right that's fine uh it's because i like rap, you've had a chance it? um <laughs> but yeah th- this game's a lot of fun so uh so you were spaying you spank you were spaying you're uh-huh. spaying uh you said so you were neutering that- <laughs> yeah, you were neutered, and then um, <laughs> okay, let's backtrack that. So I did not go to school for that, <laughs> right? So what you were saying was there was a song called "Did You Say Pizza Power?" Pizza Power is that the one you were talking? Okay, Pretty... so that was actually from the live concert, the TMNT live concert known as "Coming Out of Their Shells" tour. Is where yes. that was actually taken from. I did not know that. That is neat. <laughs> Have you seen that movie or that video? Oh, it's so bad. I mean, yeah, it's awesome. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I, d- I just pulled up the song. You guys want to hear it? Let's yes. Do it. Here we go. Okay, you can stop it. It sounds like Weird Al, but a bad Weird Al. <laughs> and it's got those weird 1980s, like, Brutus the Beefcake Barbarian wrestling <laughs> intro song, that bah! sort of thing. It's I, I, I love that time in music and hate it simultaneously. <laughs> and, yes. So, um, yeah, I mean, how, now, what's the? have you guys ever beat this game? Yes. Uh, yeah, once. Mm, nice. I've not. <laughs> but um, I played it earlier today, and me and my son was playing it together, and um, we got basically, <clears throat> we got to the uh, elevator part, oh, you know, yeah, when you're yeah. in the Technodrome, yeah. you're going up the elevator, and man, it's it was so difficult just to get past that part because I had already died so many times <laughs> and i was like so close to death that i never made it up to the top of that elevator so mm. i still love it though it doesn't matter yeah it's it's fun and the strange thing is that's kind of where the game actually begins <laughs> yeah i know yeah because, that's what really stinks yeah like i remember whenever i was younger playing through that technodrome level for the first time the idea that the game is called turtles in time hadn't even kicked in I'm just sitting there like, oh man, once I beat Shredder here, then it's the end of the game. Or or whoever the villain is there, Takan Razar. Well, I was like, this must be the end of the game because it's the Technodrome. I'm going to fight Krang next. But no, that's just kind of the halfway point. 
So I yeah, pulled I pulled some audio of me playing in it. So here is the audio from the video game, which I, I, I miss these sounds from the old NES and SNES games. Mm-hmm. So here is some audio from the game. Cowabunga! I can't tell you how much I miss the vocals from these old games. Here it is again. I love that. Yeah. The, the echoey, like, 8-bit sound of old video games is amazing. It is wonderful. Yeah, it's great. I, it, especially the part where Shredder's laughing. Oh, yeah. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's all he keeps doing. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's uh, that's Turtles in Time. I love this game. Uh, if you've not played it, listen to the rest of this podcast. Go back and listen to all of our old podcasts. Just sit and do all of it at once, and then go play the game. I like that. I, I do have one more story about this game before we move on. No, no we're so. done, Gary. <laughs> well, I, I, I worked in the video game store. I won't say which one. Um, but I, I definitely worked there for a while. And it was probably the PlayStation 2... Uh, mid to late two, 2000s, I guess. And um, a kid came in and he was like, do y'all take Super Nintendo games? And I, I said, no, we don't. And I said, but what do you have? So I open up the bag and right on top is Turtles in Time. And then I'm digging through and I see the Turtles Hyperstone Heist game. And I'm like, these are two of the most expensive games on both of these systems. <laughs> so I take the kid, I, I say to the kid, uh, how much do you want for this? And he said $10. And I said, all right, dude, you got a deal. So I gave him $10 and I still have both of these games to this day. That's definitely a lot more than what your store that you're working for. GameStop was going to give them anyways. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, I mean, totally. Yes. I did get in trouble though, for making a transaction on the sales floor (laughs) with with the customer that wasn't uh, directly related to the store, but I didn't care because I quit like two weeks later. Nice. Yeah, so that you showed them. I'm glad you actually brought that up because I've not played the Hyperstone Heist. So can you tell us a little bit about the difference between the two games before we move uh, on? Yeah, it's it's basically the same game. Uh, the graphics are slightly enhanced. The music is slightly better. Um, and stop. The, okay, but, stop. Nope, no Sega game was better than a Nintendo game. We can move on. Sorry, Tim, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> the game was... <sighs> It's like got pluses and minuses. The levels, there's less levels in the Genesis version, but the levels are longer and you get more from each level. So, I mean, people kind of all agree that it's not nearly as good as the Super Nintendo version, but it's, and and it does tie into the game from, that was released for the PC as well. I forget what that's called. It's the only Turtles game from that time I never played actually, but hmm. I, I I can't say it's a better game because it's definitely not, but you know, it's fun to play a variant, I guess. Cool. Yeah. Well, and that is teenage mutant hero turtles, turtles in time. Oh wait, no, that's for the European audience. (laughs) (laughs) Hi guys. Freakazoid here. Don't freak out, but video game rewind. will be right back after a quick word from their sponsor. Oh, and don't forget to fly over to their site at Saturday morning. (gasps) Rewind.com. Saturday 
Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim Nidell is an independent podcast ran solely off of generous donations by listeners just like you. A lot goes into running a podcast, so if you want to continue hearing SMR and would like to get involved, please visit SaturdayMorningRewind.com and check out their Patreon campaign. With a small monthly donation, you'll get the opportunity to get involved and even hear your name on the show. Here's Tim to tell you more about it. Hey guys, Tim Nidale here. I just want to give a quick shout out to our $5 or more patrons for this month. So thank you so much, Jared Tolbert and Erica Palillo. And remember, you too can hear your name on our episodes. Just go over to our Patreon campaign. We have multiple levels of Patreon, starting at only $2 a month. You will get your name on our website, on our donation tab, and in our show notes, featured on Podbean. For $5 a month, you will get your name mentioned on our episode, just like I just did for our patrons. Or for $30 a month, you can get all of that and also become more involved in the show by asking questions to our voiceover guests, either via email or even audio that I can play back and they can hear it and answer. Remember, every donation that we get helps better the podcast. Whether it goes to new equipment or just paying the bills, every little bit helps. On behalf of all of us, we thank you, and we hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Well, back to the show. Guys! Oh, guys! guys Aroni, Tim! Guys! When you're ready for a real challenge, you're ready for Marble Madness. There are deadly steelies, marble munchers, acid pools, digital waves, vacuum cleaners, catapults, pistons, pounding hammers, killer birds, and they're all after you. Do you have what it takes to reach the silly maze where everything's upside down, or the ultimate maze where even the maze moves? Do you have what it takes, or will Marble Madness make you lose your marbles? Marble Madness! And coming soon, Jordan versus Bird, one-on-one for your Nintendo. And boy, did this game make me lose my marbles. Let me tell you. <laughs> this game is so, so... First of all, it's so great, but it kills me. I hate it at the same time. I hate it probably just as much as I love this game. <laughs> uh, the feeling is uh, mutual? I don't know. I agree with you. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, so I was... I think I was maybe six when I first played this game. It was 1986. We got it. I think my dad bought it. He used to go out almost every Saturday. And um, his da- his friend from work had like this old video game like tent at a, at a swap meet every Saturday, Saturday morning. And my dad would go there and almost every week come home with a brand new video game. I don't know how much he paid for it, but it was complete. It was 100% legit. And I remember he came home with this game called Marble Madness, and my brother and I went crazy for it and played it for multiple hours upon multiple hours. And like I said, I love this game, but I've never beaten it, nor I don't think I even want to beat it because it's that aggravating. I, yeah, I, I mean, it's a great game. It's super, super fun. I forgot. I didn't know last time you'd mentioned it. I forgot what it was until I seen it and then remembered. Um, it's kind of like a fever dream it, 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 because it's it's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like the more you go, it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's basically it's like a homeless person's fever dream. <laughs> So you play as this giant marble, and you had to go through a maze, like a downhill ramp maze, 
avoiding all these enemies you know it could be like an acid that will chew up your marble or it can be like a jumping green like <laughs> tube <laughs> don't chew up my marble please. <laughs> that'll jump on top of your marble eat your marble or a vacuum that's sucking you towards it and making you fall off the cliff or you can got to go like this between this small narrow ramp to where if you fall off, you know, it wastes like a good five seconds of your time. And, of course, you're being timed the whole way through. And if you don't reach the end of the level within that given time, you're dead. And that's it. Game over. There's no multiple lives. If you don't reach the end of the map one time, game over. 100% over. <laughs> well, you should also mention that timers make anyone nervous, right? Yeah, And this true. timer yeah. is freaking huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like one of the biggest timers I've ever seen on a game, so it makes it that much more intimidating. Yeah, one cool thing about the game is it actually looked really good, and I think the reason it looked so good is because it was so so simple. I mean, I know that there was a lot of um, you know abstractness to it and everything. That's a word, abstractness. Don't worry about sure. it. Look it up. Mm-hmm. It's in Geneva totally. Convention. But anyways, um, it's the way that they blended like the colors and the shadows mm-hmm. and the lines and everything together. I thought this game looked really great, but yeah, then they would have like the timer up there and it just, that kind of made it look cheesy. <laughs> the levels, the levels almost look like Tron looking, you know what I mean? With that grid and everything. Yeah. 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 It's like a high def Qbert sort of thing. Yeah. Going on. Yeah. So the game was designed by Mark Kearney or Cherney, something like that. And Bob Flanagan, at first, they were put together to make a video game based upon Michael Jackson's Thriller, which I think would have been epic. Nailed prom- it. They nailed it. That's <laughs> they exactly sure what I thought of whenever I played exactly. this. Nailed it. My God, yes, you are so right. <laughs> <laughs> so that project was canceled, and the two of them began working on a game that would later be called Marble Madness. They, they took two references, two influences to make this game. First one was like mini golf games, and the second one was racing games, which I can definitely see that in this game. For sure. Right. And at first it was a arcade game, which I don't know about you, but I think the arcade version would be a thousand times easier because you actually use a trackball instead of the, the D-pad. Mm. And I think yeah, that'd that be so much easier. I think it'd be so much easier. I mean, I'm sure it'd be easier, but I don't know if it would be like a thousand times easier. It might be a little bit easier, but you got to uh, think like a lot of times those trackballs I mean, you got to be very precise with those things. I'm really good though, because I have, so, I use a trackball mouse on my computer, and I'm really good at it. So I think I'd I think okay, I'd be really good at the arcade. I don't know. Did you All have a trackball mouse Tim back Nidell. then? I did have a trackball trackball mouse back then on my uh, Mario Paint. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Deep cut. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Mario Paint. <laughs> but I think the hardest thing <laughs> I found with the NES version of it, even when I was playing yesterday, my fingers were hurting on the D-pad. I was like jamming the buttons down and they were aching after just a few minutes of playing. Because you had to like go up and yeah, down so, sure. so fast you had to go between buttons and it was killing me. For sure. And the Nintendo controllers weren't made for comfort in the first place. So no. this just Bite made your it tongue. that much worse. <laughs> <laughs> So in 1986, the game was ported to multiple platforms, including the NES, which is where the only console I've honestly played it on. And it was also featured on the Commodore 64. And on that version, there is actually extra bonus level at the end of it that the other games didn't have. And I was oh, su- really? I was surprised no. to see that only six levels existed on this game, which is kind of nice to know that I can at least make it to level five and almost be there, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I don't see myself making it past level five. No, 
level five no. is the si- the silly course, right? Yeah. Yeah, that level's very, that's, very frustrating. That's the farthest I've ever made it. Yesterday, I didn't get there. I, I made level five when I was a kid, but I was only able to get level four yesterday. And I was like, you know what? Game over. I'm done. Put it down. And I watched, like, She-Ra or something. And I was like, nope, no more Marvel Madness. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny you say that, because I tried this game and got so frustrated with it that I just thought, well, I want to see what the final race looks like. So I went on YouTube, and the thing that made me madder than the game was watching someone else play this game, <laughs> because they were so good at it. They yeah. did the whole game in three minutes. Oh, so uh, And that final level is insane, because the ground literally disappears at random places. I saw, no- yeah, that's actually in the commercial that I played. They show that. I've never even seen it, honestly, because yeah. <laughs> it looks crazy mm-hmm. yeah i've definitely not seen it but i think we've all came to the conclusion that i'm not very good at video games <laughs> so of course i've not seen it <laughs> well just play this game a lot and you'll get really good at video games or at least this nah <laughs> no i'm good <laughs> i got other games i want to play <laughs> i hear you and then i also found out that in 1991 they started developing a sequel and they test they tested it, and it did not test very well with audience because other games were just so much more popular at the time, which I can see because 91-ish, when you were thinking about arcade games, you know, that would have been the Ninja Turtle games and a lot of those, you know, Double Dragon games, and maybe even when did Street Fighter come out? 92, I think. Okay. Maybe 91. Maybe 91. I remember well, well, playing... We're talking Street Fighter 2 because Street Fighter yeah, never came out to a exactly. console, I don't think. Yeah, it was right around the same time. Uh, actually, I believe that's one of the main reasons that they did not go forward with it because of Street Fighter 2. Makes sense. It was a great game. Yep. I'm sure it'll be talked about at some point. Mm-hmm. And also in this game, you can start off by doing 90%. Is it, is it the tilt that you're changing? Is the percentage? Not percent. I, I have so. no idea. Yeah, I, I played the 45, and I did not understand what was going on because my marble would just start rolling like the opposite way than I was pressing the button. So, <laughs> uh, I don't think I ever changed that, so I can't help you out there, but that yeah. sounds even more frustrating. So then, I guess that's for people who have already mastered the game and just at its flat surface level. I think so, because it's not, I, I didn't mean to say percent, it's actually, it's actually, um, degrees not percent so yeah that makes sense how it's probably just tilted but it isn't the graphics don't change any so you can't tell which way it's tilting huh it's like the handicap level in street fighter where it changes the difficulty of the game Mm -hmm. essentially but it doesn't seem all that different until you put it all the way on the far side you know um right right so did you set it to 98 degrees and listen to 98 degrees and turn the thermostat in your <laughs> oh, house no. to 98 degrees? Oh, man. I need to do that right now. <laughs> do everything no, but the No, you don't, part. Tim. Don't do it. Don't do any of that. I don't, don't even, do any of it, Tim. I don't, even know, I, I don't remember what they've been saying, honestly. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> no one does. They don't even know. I, I one thing that I speaking of music, hey, that's a great segue, Gary. Um, speaking of music, this the music in this game was composed by David Wise, who I brought up last time I was on this show, and Man. I will probably bring him up every time I'm on this show. You know, he Gary, did soundtrack, Gary, huh? that, that would be very wise of you to do that. Oh, I see what you did there. Uh, uh. But yeah, he's the guy who eventually went on to do the Donkey Kong Country scores, which are three of my favorite soundtracks. Of all time. Wow. Yeah. Wow, indeed. You were just so full I'm of information. Figure here. out how to work that in every time I'm on this show. 
just what, you wait and see. What, what Which are there? You, you were talking about the the sequel, and I was reading about that, and so they were concerned about how short the original game was. Yeah. So they went from six courses to seventeen courses no, with that game. No. That's what I read. I That's haven't played ridiculous. this. And apparently they had like a mascot for it whose name was something like Marble Man or something Sweet. really stupid like that. Dude, we need Marble so, Man. I well, let me um let me see if there's even an image of him online. Because if Don't so, that should just be our new it. Was it like the picture. was it like the Marlboro Man, like in a costume of like a marble? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I really love me some marbles. What about you, brother? Marbles and cigarettes. <laughs> Ernest, is that you? <laughs> no, I mean Vern. <laughs> yeah, Atari's. Uh, I don't think there's a picture of him, which is yeah. super depressing. Sad. Yeah, we need. Well, a, we just have a little contest. Whoever, whatever listener can make the best looking mascot for Marble Madness two wins. My respect. <laughs> we'll we will give you a shout out on the next video game rewind. Do it. Do you, do you hash do a hashtag on wherever you post it. Hashtag um, marble video game rewind. No hashtag marble mascot VGR. Yes, That's it. do it, and you will get my love and respect. And I might mention the first letter of your name in the next episode. <laughs> I bet Perfect. it's going to start with an M. You think so? You think Marble Man will do it? <laughs> well, he knows what it looks hey, like. I'm, I'm about Here's the facts. Here's the facts. Okay, he's been looking for an excuse for many, many years to get back out in the, the light, and this is his chance. So he needs to just do it. <laughs> yeah, he's just hanging out in the land of lost mascots with Cool Spot and Vito Dido and all those guys we talked about in a previous episode of Saturday Morning Rewind. I'm actually looking at some footage of uh, the Marble Madness Two game. What and the 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 grid is even more insane. <clears throat> There's actually um, footage of it. I didn't know there was anything of it. I guess. Uh, well, it's what someone claims is a copy of the game. It's probably the um, Marlboro Man who made it. Probably, yeah. Anyone can do anything with the internet these days. All right. I guess that's going to be it. And I guess now's the time we pick out next month's games that we'll be playing. Jacob, what do you have picked out? Okay. So we tried this last time, and I'm going to try it again. I'm going to give you a couple hints, and I want you to try to oh guess what the game is. And now you have a friend to help. <laughs> is it okay. um, based upon a comic book? No. Is it based upon a movie? No. Is it mm. based upon something stupid? No. <laughs> Does it have a person's name in it? No. My gosh. No. This is why I hate this You're game. You're not doing very good. You're not doing very good. <laughs> Gary, you want to jump in and try to save a skin? Is it a sports-based game? False and fictitious. Uh, is it <laughs> Is it a side-scroller? Um, kind of. <laughs> is it a game that you play with your mom and that's why you love it? <laughs> no. Actually, this was a solo game. <laughs> But it is very highly received. A lot of people love this game. I'll give you a couple hints. Number, the first hint I will give you is that it was published by Sunsoft. The second hint that I will give you is that it was on the NES. Is it Sunsoft the video game? <laughs> yes. All right. I okay. thought so. Here's, here's, here's another hint that I'll give you. 
Is it the a game? Race? Is about a guy who's following his pet frog. Oh, pet frog. Oh, I know. I put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Do it. Do it. All right, you're talking about Blaster Master. Zing! He's got it. Blaster Master is huh. the game that I want to play. I've never played Blaster Master. What? No. I'm looking forward. To it. Do you do you use your your pet to do things? No, but oh, you. Stupid. It's very. It's very. I'm not. Hey, Gary. Let's not tell him anything about it. Don't look it up either. I just want you just to play it. Don't look up anything about it. Know nothing about it. Just jump in and play this game. I think I'm going to change my game pick because of your game pick. Uh oh. Because it kind of. Rem- I, I. I. It's not the same thing. Because I never. You know. You say you don't play as. You don't use your little pet. But I think I'm going to pick a boy in his blob. Nice. Nice. Because for some reason, when you said oh, yeah. you have a little frog, it reminded me of a little blob. So was your original pick Master Blaster? It was. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No. It's a game I've never played. <laughs> no, but I, I think it'll be a good fit. I don't know. I don't know nothing about your game, so it might be the worst fit ever, but it's going to be a fun episode, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. And my yeah, pick absolutely. is going to be. They're all fun episodes. My pick is going to be Joshua. <laughs> Joshua made by Wisdom Tree Games. Uh, but I'm not going to be on the show talking about it. I'm just going to sit at my house and think <laughs> about how much I hate that game. All right. So we can look forward to that <laughs> little segment then. <laughs> nah, I, I do have something picked up. <laughs> so, and it's going to be a humdinger of a forgotten cartridge. So wait for it. A humdinger. Dude, you know it, buddy. You're he so old it. with your he terms. <laughs> He also goes to bed at like what seven thirty. <laughs> he really past does. His bedtime. He really it is. Why do you? It is way past. Why do you think I've bed? had such a bad attitude this whole time? <laughs> Get off my lawn! <laughs> exactly. All right, guys, that's gonna do it for this episode. Stay tuned next month for another episode of Video Game Rewind, where Jacob and I were talking about those two amazing games. I'm assuming his game is amazing. I'm saying it now, but it, it might not be amazing. It is. Well, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you guys next time. Game over, man. <laughs>